Ivy. Yes. Rivera. Ivy. Can I say Rivera? Sí. Sí. <laughs> Yo, Ivy, you're such a real one because I literally told you to pull up. You didn't ask questions. You didn't, like, what in the know? world. I know. You know what's so crazy? Like, usually I don't do this, but uh, you don't. only for Allie. Because Allie will do anything for me. That's so, a fact. Like I said, I think the other day you were like, I owe you, da da da. Like, this owe you thing doesn't even not, exist. No, we're locked in for life. For sure. And so let me just tell you why you're even here. Okay, tell me why. Because there's a surprise. Because <laughs> you don't even know. Is Mark Anthony going to pop out no. at any moment? Like, <laughs> and then it's crazy because, like, I tell people all the time, like, you're my friend in real life. Mm-hmm. So, how do you prep to interview your friend, your sister, mm-hmm. honestly? So I didn't prep today okay. at all we're because we're going with the flow. And um, the show is called Growing Up Latina. And so this show, I created this show just to give us like a platform so we can be seen, be heard, and be loud. Because oftentimes I feel like we are overlooked. And I got tired of that. And like we're everywhere. Like, you have a dope job. And we're going to get into that. Mm-hmm. But your job is lit. And we hold powerful positions, but no one would know. Mm-hmm. And so this is the platform for that. So shout out to you. Oh, thank you. Now, you and I, we've been friends for... A lot. It's been, it's been a little minute. Four. Definitely more than four. Way more than four. No, yeah. we became family. Yeah, yeah. Like, like four years ago. Yeah, four yeah, years that is ago. True. But Damn, I don't know. So I don't you, even remember how we met. You reached out to me. I remember now. Okay. I was on Sirius XM Radio mm-hmm. and you emailed mm-hmm. me. And you was heavy with the email because you was emailing everybody at that time. It was giving copy paste. <laughs> it was giving, listen, I'm a hustler. I was like, I'm going to swap out the name. Hey, Allie. Yeah. <laughs> but you was really hustling. Like, you mm-hmm. really just wanted this different type of life for yourself. So just tell everybody, like, who you were even before you became okay. young body. You feel me. But you've been young body for a minute, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Um, I mean, growing up, I was, like, kind of, like, a few degrees away from the industry. I grew up dancing into the theatrics and the whole nine. One of my closest family members who is currently like one of the top choreographers in the industry, choreographed for Beyonce's Grammys, Rihanna, et cetera, et cetera. Um, She put me under her wing and I used to go to Harlem and dance nice. and practice and like that was my thing like I really thought I was gonna be a backup dancer mm. like I was just in awe that was like my passion and um life pivoted for me because you know my dad was just looking at the the future of my life and he was like uh-uh figure it out right and I had to figure it out mm-hmm. so naturally I took that passion and it brought me to the career of being a dance teacher. And people don't know that. I used to work with kids for like many years. But how old were you? Just give me an age. I was like... you can give me an age. Between 19 Mm -hmm. to 23. And that was all while I was in college. Okay, dope. Um, And I was pursuing liberal arts. I had no idea what radio was. I had no radio dreams. Okay. No radio dreams. Which I always find interesting. 
Right. We'll get to that, but yes. It, it, it was just, I don't know, like, my, my mind was going everywhere, but there. Um, I've, my mom always told me when I was, like, a child that I always said, I want to be a superstar. I want to be J-Lo. I want to be a superstar. But, like, what does that mean? Right. You know? Right, right, right. So, I remember I had a blog, and I would write about my friends. Because my friends were lit, or they were about to blow up. And, you know, I would always talk about what's going on in the culture. I was very bunchy cheddar. Like, oh, my God, they broke up. Oh, my God. Blah, blah, blah. So, I was like, how do I elevate this? Mm-hmm. And one of my ex-boyfriends at the time, God bless him, um, <laughs> he was like, he was like, I think you should try radio. Like, hmm. he was like, you have the personality. Like, sure. this is already something that you talk about. Like, why has that never, like, crossed your mind? And I was like... I don't know, but I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So immediately I took action. I transferred schools. I went from mm. Queens College to Brooklyn because Brooklyn had a great radio program. Okay. And, um, and you were living in Brooklyn at this time? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I was going to Queens, so I would travel okay. like damn near two hours to Queens College. Right. Um, which, when I was at Queens, I was a great student mm. because I was just, I became introverted though because I didn't have a lot of friends. Because you're weird. so like... I always say, Ivy Rivera is the energy. I know. Like, you are, like, the life of the party. You're the person that's like, we want to see you. I know, I know. It was so weird for me. Are you an introvert? That's what I'm saying. I mean, to be honest, it was a big culture change for me. Mm -hmm. Like, that school was dominantly Jews and Indians. Okay. And I've been to school up to my senior year in high school with Caribbeans and Dominicans and Puerto Ricans. Okay. So I was just like... Whoa, yeah, you know, yeah. like they're looking at me and I'm looking at them. Like <laughs> it's only like five black people, right, you know what I'm saying? Right, so I'm just right. like, I'm gonna chill in this corner. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it naturally made me introverted, and I was just exploring myself. I didn't know my direction yet, you okay. know. So I transferred to Brooklyn College, and I'm like, whoo, what a breath of fresh yeah. air, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I have a goal. There's people that look like me. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. no weirdness you know what i'm saying and i started to plummet but educationally like i started interning at the radio station there and you have to to get your own show you need a intern for three months so i did that qualified got my own show and that was it that was that was it and i was heavy with the promo i made my own graphics my own flyers my own videos i remember your campaign shoot for the show, you had the glasses, right? Yep. With the fur? Yep. You was giving J-Lo vibes. I was giving. I always gave J-Lo. I channeled Yo. her my But what is life. it about J-Lo for you? She... Because well, you really do like... Yeah. Like, you're a fan fan. Have you I'm, met her? Never. You would never. die. I would die. I would cry. Yeah. I'll have nothing to say to her. Really? I will have nothing to say to her. Oh, my God. Like, what do I say? Where do I start? Right. You know? Right. And I, what I, just, was I would never want to fumble that opportunity. But what it was for me was she was my first example of being Puerto Rican, from New York, fly as hell, Mm -hmm. doing what she wanted, not giving a flying fuck. She was multifaceted. Mm -hmm. She was a dancer. We related. She got into entertainment. She had her own perfume, her own clothes. She has a production company. Like she was literally tick, 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 going crazy. All and on the six. She was All while on the six. <laughs> fly top celebrities. Yeah. I was like, she is it. 
She is mm-hmm. the it girl. It's something about her. I want to be like that. Like, she's a boss. Yeah. You know? And I was like, I just always gravitated to her outside of her beauty. You know? Like, she was jaw-dropping. Is till today. At 50, what, three now? <sighs> Jesus Christ. Um, like, I always say J-Lo for me because I love J-Lo mm-hmm. as well. And everyone would ask me, like, what is it that you want to do? And there were so many things that I wanted to do. So I always look at J-Lo because I'm like, but she did many things, but successfully. It wasn't like she was whack at this and good. No, like she did everything. It was like mm-hmm. a whole thing for her. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy about J-Lo, I don't know if you watched her documentary Halftime. Of course. Come but it, it just proved how overlooked and underrated she is. But she still is so successful. And that's how I feel about me. Like... I do feel like why well, I don't know. Like I've always felt like an underdog. I've always felt I don't overlooked. feel that about you. I felt that about now. you in the beginning. Yes, in the beginning I felt like damn, she's so dope, and no one's really like paying attention. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like people are paying attention. To yes, I also have a bit of imposter syndrome. I'm being see. <laughs> I have I have okay. a lot of bit of that, and that is my my battle today. You know, okay. like. Making sure that how people perceive me is matching how I perceive myself. Right. I know that I'm dope. Like, let's not, let's not get that fucked up. But sometimes I sit in shock. Like, is this my life right now? Right. Like, how did I even get here? You know, Mm because it all happened in like such a a whirlwind for me. Like, I always say it takes a little minute to happen. But when it happens, it happens. Like that. Like that. And And I have such a like... I'm not going to say a fear, but I'm like, I don't want to let this go. And that is how I got into like everything. Because I'm like, I'm going to do whatever it takes and figured it out. I figured it out. I figured you it out. figured it out. It was crazy. I tell people all the time, I'm like, yo, me and Ivy, <laughs> we go to every city and cry. Yeah. Legit. <laughs> Legit. Miami, Atlanta. L.A., Houston. <laughs> oh, my God. We always cry. And it's, happy tears. It's happy tears because it's, it's like, I can't believe we're living the life that we've always, mm-hmm. like, you and I have been speaking for a minute. Yeah. And, like, you know my dreams, I know yours, and then we're like, oh, my God. And furthermore, people don't know what we go through to get there. A lot of bullshit. Oh, man. It's a lot of bullshit. Oh, man. I feel like my my most pivotal life experience, and you were a big part of that, was Atlanta. I'm not going to dig too deep. Okay, okay. But you know the specifics yes, about that. I know exactly what you're talking and about. And it was very life-changing for me. It like built like a fire in me where it was like, oh, no, girl. You better go figure out a, a home that empowers you. Mm-hmm. You know, I legit saw people try to take you down. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I almost felt fucked up about it too because mm-hmm. there was nothing I could do to like help you. Right. But and it, was, it was, it, it was nothing like, for you to do. But you know? it was weird because I was in a weird predicament. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, like we're in the same room, but we're not being seen the same way. And it fucked me up. And it was so crazy because, like, I hate to talk about what I did and what da 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 but it was like, nah, yo, you did a lot. I 
first of all, I don't like when people act like they found a gem. I brought the gem. So wait, let me, let me. <laughs> I, this is my sister. Like yo, yo. <laughs> so, so let me just go because a lot of people even ask me, "How did you meet Little Kim? Mm -hmm. How did that relationship start?" And I tell people all the time, it was Ivy Rivera. Mm -hmm. Ivy put me on to Kim, mm -hmm. and not once did you hate on the situation. Not once did you tell me, if anything, you looked at me and was like, girl, you got this. And I would call you like, I don't know if I could do this. This is a big job. And you really like held me down throughout it all. So we're not doing this. We're right. not doing this. <laughs> we're not we're doing not this. Do no, but for real, Ivy, like I don't, people really don't understand like how pivotal you are to this industry. And like honestly, I do not want to cry. Oh I God. don't want to. I cry. don't want to cry either, girl. This beat is given. I know <laughs> it's given. It's really given. But you really are like, because I've seen you grow so mm -hmm. much. I don't want to do this right now. No, Ellie, stop. I know. <laughs> I know. That's why I didn't even want to do this interview. I didn't want to <laughs> interview Ivy everywhere. Bro. Every fucking way. I said I don't want to interview Ivy because every time I we cry everywhere. Everywhere. Because I feel like we, we, Jesus I don't want to do this. <laughs> we need an intermission. <laughs> no, but I'm just so proud of you, girl. Thank you. Like, for real, like, you are just, you did that shit. Thank you. For real. And, um, so... I just want people to like really know the story because I just feel like, especially being a Latina, right? Like in mm -hmm. this industry and it's so male dominated. It's yeah. so like, it's crazy, but you have, you've made like your own lane, right? Like even with like Puff, like you work for Combs Enterprise and talk about a little bit about your job. Cause you actually like created the job for yourself, yeah, which is like, Weird. Right. So. How do we get there? Uh, like, how do we do this? It, it, it was Mr. Combs himself. Um, was it? Yeah. He reached out. Yes. No. Yes. Take me from the beginning. Okay. So, like, I need to know everything. I mean, I just want to give context. Like, I, I do want to highlight how special it is to be working here, especially being hand-selected by Mr. Combs himself. Mm. And I call him Mr. Combs because, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you I, do. You know? But, um. He doesn't do the hiring. He is a chairman. Mm. We have an HR department. Right. You know? Um, he sought me out. I, mean, I used to do, like, freelance work for Revolt and other platforms, and mm -hmm. that's when I was real personality heavy. I, re I will never forget the day, girl. I was sitting at my desk mm. at E1 as a coordinator, <laughs> and I get I a remember. DM... At 11 a.m. That's literally as like 15 minutes after I sit down at my desk like oh, another day at work. Right. He's like, what kind of hustler are you? Good morning, by the way. I huh? literally. Diddy. 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 Stop. The first DM ever. Did you ever look and like, 
No. Girl, I saw that Who's shit. Who's running this account? I like... popped up out of my seat and ran three laps around the <laughs> office. I quit. <laughs> Yo. Yo. I was like, y'all don't even know what just happened. Oh, my God. They're like, God. what? I'm like, Puff just followed me. And they're like, and I'm like, you don't know what this means to me. Uh, you don't know what this means to me. And like, yo, you almost manifested it, by the way, because on your Instagram, you would do like photo shoots as Puff. Yes. Which was like bizarre to yo, me. Yo, the way I channeled J-Lo, I yes. channeled Puff. Like, J-Lo and Puff was my favorite couple of all time. I hate to be weird about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, for real. That, it was everything. Like, I channeled her ambition with his hustle. Like, I just loved everything about it. It's like them. if J-Lo and Diddy had a, had a child. child. Hello? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so, no, nah, that ass. So, I would never say that, like, to him. But yeah, yeah. If he hears this, my bad. I don't mean to be creepy. <laughs> but, um. All right. He reached out to me, and I gave him the whole... I do. I would love over to. DM. Yes, over DM. And you know, every time we tell the story, he'd be like, "Yo, I promise you, I wasn't being creepy. He never was creepy, ever, ever, ever." And um, I remember saying, "Like, I would love to further this conversation in person." Mm. You know, and I would keep tabs. I was one thing I learned from Charlemagne is be DJ Khaled annoying about your dreams. Absolutely. You never, oh, you too busy. Oh, you don't assume for nobody. You better go crazy. So Absolutely. I will, every city I will go to and I'll be like, hey, I'm in Atlanta. Are you here? Hey, I'm in LA. Are you here? And one day we were in the same city. You was with me. Where? You was with me. When? How come? Why am I just wait, wait, finding wait, wait, wait. out? Were you with me? No, you wasn't, you wasn't with me. I'm sorry. Spliff was with me. Spliff was when? with me. But where? In LA. LA? It was, oh. It was BET Weekend. BT oh, Awards. No, you you wasn't there. You wasn't there. I'm, I'm going to tell you the story. I'm like, I Mary there. J. Blige was being honored with the Lifetime Achievement Award. It was 2019. And he was on set 45 minutes away from me doing like a commercial for her, like the, the honoree thing. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yo, I'm on set. Meet me right now. I'm literally fresh out the gym, sweaty, stink. Right. The record time I got ready, you know how long it takes for me to get ready. Come I was on, like, I was like, yo, I'm 45 minutes away. Are you still gonna be there? He was like, oh, maybe another time. I said, uh uh, I'm on my way. That's right. I get ready. My Uber, like, you know how everything is against you in a very important time. Like my Uber was driving wild slow, bro. <laughs> you were like, could you speed it up? Yo, my heart was out my chest, like Eesh. hurry up. I'm sweating. I'm not even at my full potential of being like ready, right. you know, because I had a rush and I made it. And mm. coincidentally, when I arrived, he was standing outside. So he saw me, welcomed me, introduced me to everybody. He's in his dressing room. I will never forget this. I was, <laughs> he's in his dressing room. He has two cameramen, Gaito and Jack Bannon. And we're 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 still cool to this day. Okay. And he's in this dressing room with a jade roller. A young lady is rolling his eyes, Amazing. touching him up. Right, right. And he goes, "So tell me your story from the beginning." Mm. I told him my story from the beginning. Did your heart drop? Because my heart. No, drop. I was. He was ready for that moment. I was ready for this moment. I I literally prayed about this. You know what I'm saying? Like. 
I'm like, I'm not fumbling this bag. No. He could smell fear. Right. He right. only wants the fearless. Mm. That part. You know? So I told him my story. I, told, I was like, look, I am ready to do whatever. Mm-hmm. Put me in, coach. He's like, we're going to figure it out for you. It took us three years to figure it out for me. But I kept tabs. And I will never forget the first time he called me. Fuck that. And the first time meeting him, the first time he called me, mm. I was in a nail salon getting a pedicure. And I get a random, you know, New York. Who the fuck is calling? Hello? <laughs> it's like, yeah, Very this, New York. Yeah. It was Ivy. I'm like, yeah, who this? It's like, it's Puff. I'm like, hi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it changes. The tone changes. And he put me on three-way with this gentleman named Tarek, who is today the president of Combs Enterprises. And he was like, Tarek, I need you to be our bridge of communication. Keep tabs on her. Let's figure her out. And at the time, I was working with Aviana Martel. So I had exclusivity. Mm-hmm. I was in a whole situation that couldn't even bring me there yet. Um, I did my due diligence of keeping in touch with Tarek. Every time I went to LA, I was like, yo, let's do coffee, anything. Just yeah. 10 minutes of your time. Just want to, you know, establish that relationship with you. Right. You was massage. You was cultivating. I was. What? You was cultivating. I'm it. not. I'm not, I'm not going to let this fall. Right. So, what? This is about to be two years now. Um, I think it's 2020. Yeah. So, I during guess. the pandemic. So, pandemic. Yeah. Right before the pandemic. Okay. So, okay. 2019. Yes. Okay. It, it was. October 31st, I called Tarek. I'm like, yo, October 31st, my contract with Avion and Martel ends. Okay, so Halloween. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Dia de los Muertos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dia de los Muertos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I will never forget because when I did that Dia de los Muertos shoot, Dia de la Bori. Oh, yes. I remember that. Avion was waiting for me to have the product and I didn't have nothing. Mm. They said... Something's up. November 1st, I got a contract. And and during that time, they were like, what do you do now? What do you want to do? And how can we implement that into your job here? So I was like, this is what I do for Avion. This is what I like to do. You know, what Thus, what, what do we call that? Right. You know, I was, my title at Avion and Martel was a culture manager or some shit like that. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. culture manager. So now I am the culture and lifestyle specialist at Combs Enterprises, which basically means I am on all brands under that umbrella. Revolt, Ciroc and Deleon, all things personal to Puff, Love Records. Like, I'm implemented in everything. I'm empowered to do anything. You know, You're like, outside. this is the first job. And it's such a, a, a 180 for me being, you know, an executive, a growing executive at my previous job where I was kind of like, you got to choose one thing. Right. You can't host this. You can't be a brand ambassador for that. You can't, 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 can't. And right. I was like, absolutely. Do it all, girl. It was such a, you know, and to be brought in by the man himself. Crazy. Like. Crazy. Life changing. It's so funny because we were in, where were we, Miami? Mm-hmm. And I remember I had like a moment with you. We were on the balcony, remember? Oh, and of course we cried. <laughs> and we were like, look at our lives. We can't believe this. 
And I remember telling you, like, should I quit my day job? Remember? Mm -hmm. That was like my biggest question mm -hmm. because I had a day job and I was like, you know, it's not hindering me, but it's also like hindering, hindering me, me. Mm -hmm. at the same time because I'm like, I need to get to the next level. And what I said, <laughs> I said, Ivy, should I quit my day job? What do you think? And you never forget what you told me. That if you keep your day job, you're not the hustler that I thought you were. Oof. And that, that gave me goosebumps. <laughs> yo, that changed my entire world. I said, wow. It was like little sis. <laughs> it was like little sis talking to big sis. I was like, whoa. I was like, That's like a fact though. Like when you said that, it like touched me in a like I was like, Okay, that's crazy. Yeah. So when you said that, it just reminded me of like your story with Puff because it was like a similar conversation. And it's almost like I felt challenged at that moment, but it was real because I was like, okay, if I'm, if I'm going to do this, I got to do it all the way, no holds and back. All in. All in. And you've always went all in on everything you have to yo i don't know you to be like half ass on anything not at all if my name is attached to it i'm seeing it through i'm lifting shit doing no it matter all. what though no matter what in a dress and heels i don't care you really don't and you've been through a lot in this industry and to see you and how far like i mean you've progressed a lot and you've had multiple challenges like yeah <laughs> yo but we don't shed light on that no nah, we don't we don't but you know you definitely um have had some haters for sure mm. which is weird because everyone likes you yeah but then you still got like those few that's like eh. yeah they hate i want to see her lose right and it's like but why you know what's so crazy but I, I was, why it was very <laughs> challenging for me because i as a Libra, we naturally care what people think. I want to be liked. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say I'm going to do whatever for you to like me. Right, right. But when you don't like me, I am like trying to figure out why so bad. Right. You know? But why, like, why do we even care? Like, This is where I'm at in my life. Mm. That's exactly where I'm at in my life. I don't anymore. Now. Now, you don't like me? God bless you because you will one day. Right. I'll be here ready to hug you. <laughs> when when you Give me a hug. when Bring you ready in. to embrace me, right. I'm gonna be ready to embrace you because right. this has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. You have something in you that is blocking the blessing of having me in your life. That's a fact. Cause I I'm full of love. And I have so much love around me. I have no time for hate. And if I don't like you, I'm not gonna pretend and I'm gonna have a valid reason behind it. Oh, that's a fact. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a And you kind of brush things off your shoulders. Like you're not it's weird cuz you're like nonchalant with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. You hit me with the alley. Yeah. I already know. When you hit me with the alley, I already know you're kind of like I mean like, cuz I'm very transparent from jump. Right. You know, and I feel like I have so much pride in everything that I do. Mm -hmm. Anybody I involve in my vision or anything affiliated with me, I'm expecting you to be on the same timing. That's right. 
So when it's off, it's, it's a simple conversation that doesn't need much words. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, hey. You know. You know. What's understood. Don't need to be explained. Come on now. Love. <laughs> yeah, love. <laughs> love. Love. I remember one time, and I, I, I tell this story often, um, with Angie Martinez. Mm-hmm. Remember that time she interviewed Joey Badass? Mm-hmm. And if how you could can, I forget? Yeah, how could you forget? <laughs> and so she had an interview with Joey, and she, the whole topic was, well, I don't feel like there's anyone out there doing it right now. And I'm paraphrasing, so, mm-hmm. you know. And he was like, I disagree with that. And then you took this picture. I'll never forget. Oh, my God. I got to bring it up. Okay. But whatever you're comfortable saying. No, of course. So, Power 151, which, by the way, you're at Power 151, (laughs) which is like, yo, Ivy goes through full circle moments, but it's documented. Yeah. Yo, your full circle moments are documented. full circling, girl. Yo, for real. (laughs) And so, you take a picture at Power 151, and you said, Angie, what's good? I'll never forget. I said, whoa. So cringe. So cringe. But so necessary too, though, Mm -hmm. at the same time. And talk about that moment because I felt like you were challenging her, but in a good way. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like disrespectful because we love Angie. Mm -hmm. But it was in a way where it's like, hello, do you see us? Do you see? We love you. How could you say this? Mm -hmm. Talk about that. So, I have, feel like I have never spoken about this. You really haven't. <laughs> um, we spoke about it off camera, but I want to speak about it now. Okay. If you can. No, of Whatever course. you can share again. I will say today, my relationship with Angie is such a blessing. Um, I recently had a conversation with her that really just, like, upped my respect for her because... Not often does Angie take time to talk to you about you, Mm. you know, and make observations that help challenge you to be better. Right. And that was a conversation that we had recently that I was just like, wow, like in my mind, that moment that you just mentioned was Mm. just like front in my brain. And I'm like, wow, look at, look at God. You know, so going back to that moment, which was many, many moons ago. Yeah, it was. Um, the interview and my statement came from a place of passion. Right. It wasn't to disrespect. That's the first thing that I will say. Um, a few months prior to that interview, she came out with her book, My Voice. And you actually interviewed I her. I interviewed her. That's right. She met me saw like I was fighting for that interview. I was only one of two interviews that made it that experience. Right. And um her saying that she didn't see anybody who wanted it made me think of all of the interns in that room that prepare the notes, get the coffee, do the this and the that. And then I was just like, wow, that's like a, a slap in the face almost. Yeah. You know, like I felt like it was it was delivered in a way that she probably didn't intend, but I was triggered because at that time I was so hungry and you just met me 
Not that you're supposed to remember me. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. But I was just like, woo, not one person. Not one person. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I spoke for those people who bust their ass to get to her seat, hopefully one day, you know? And it definitely got misconstrued. You regret it? No. 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 I, I always apologize for how it was perceived, but I know what I said, and I stand by that. Um, you know, I was really protecting that community of personalities who were emerging and, and fighting for a spot that I see with my eyes. That was like the emerging era of podcast. That was the emerging era of like blogging and radio and all of this stuff where people were really starting to take things into their own lane. And I'm just like, what's happening right now? Yeah. Like, what are we, <laughs> like, what's happening what are we right doing? now? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I said what I said. I will say that me pulling up, so just to give you some context, that picture that I took, that selfie I took at Power 105, I was honestly just going there to pick up concert tickets. Okay. And I was like, while I'm here. <laughs> selfie. And I said it just to be culturally in tune because that was at the height of Miley was good. Yeah. But the the context behind that is not positive. Mm -hmm. Right? My Angie was good was, it was like a, a troll. I, I was being trolled. And I remember getting a phone call immediately. From who? One of my mentors. Oh. I'm, I'm like, was it from Charlemagne? No, 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 you no. know, I'm like, That was even before I met Charlemagne. Oh, I'm like, That was Charlemagne? right before I met Charlemagne. I'm, I'm going to tell you how that unraveled yeah, and, yeah. and the lesson that I learned. Um, they were like, yo, Ivy, take that down. I was like, I'm not taking that down. I was like, I'll change the caption. I'm not taking it down. Right. And I changed the caption. I said, I want it. Hashtag the Ivy Rivera show. Mm. I'll never forget that. And they were like, you don't even know what you just did. And I shortly found out but what, what I just did. What did I just felt do? like it was just like a black cloud over me. Like. But why? Because I always so say, boom. did it ruffle feathers? But you're oh, like, yes. I wasn't trying to ruffle feathers. It, it, it ruffled them, honey. Like, did so, it get to her? Like, did she was she aware of this? Like, post? Oh, let, 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 me get, let me get to the story. Okay, okay, okay. okay. My bad, so, my bad, sorry. a few months later, Charlemagne comes out with his book. This is something about books. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see who's going to press me at my bookstore. <laughs> Shit. Right, right. Wait, girl. Um, <laughs> something about books. Right, right. I press him, and that was like a very viral moment for me when I we first met. I you called him really out. You really pressed him. Yeah, I was really a bully, but a bully, <laughs> a bully, and is like, I want this. This was before me meeting Puff. You know what I'm saying? This but is I remember this, and it was so crazy. Like your hands were shaking and everything, but you still delivered the message. I said what I said. You didn't care. I didn't care. No, share that. The worst thing you could say is no. No, but share what you said because you really like what, and so, you gave you gave receipts, girl. Everything, Ugh. everything, because that I was one of that. The, that was one of my favorite screenshots of all time. It's in my favorites album. It was amazing. It was in 2015. I tweeted, Charlemagne, I would love 
to like be your intern or or some something like that. Yeah, yeah. And he was, I was like, can we make it happen? He was like, sure. And for me, who was outside of the industry at that time, this is 2015. I'm in high school. Mm-hmm. I'm going crazy. You know when the celebrity likes your picture? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was me. I was like, oh shit. Nothing came from it. Okay. Um. So there was a it was a, a Q and A that they had turned to the audience, and it was like a guy like two people before me that was like, Charlamagne, I would love to be like your intern or some shit like that. And I was like, you fucking, you stole my shit. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to see how he responds and use that as my segue. You had ammo. I was, I had ammo. You had ammo. I had ammo. And This bitch was at war. She said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I was thinking about what I was going to say the whole time I was online. I was just like, oh. I had I had this shit pulled up. Yeah, I was yeah. like make, tapping my phone so it don't don't yeah, lock. Yeah, you was like, <laughs> I was like Yo. keep that light on. Is that what is going great? Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> um. So ba- I don't remember what he said really, but um, when I got there, I was just like, you know, complimenting whatever discussion what was going on, and I was just like, you know, do you give out? I was like, you say that. You know, anybody is welcome to do whatever they want. Is it that you give out empty promises or something? You really did say that. I said you give out empty promises because 2015, you told me that you no, was going to be said my mentor. 2015, you That's said. That's what it was. It wasn't an intern. It was being my mentor. And um, I was at 2015, you said you was going to be my mentor. And this is my first time seeing your face. He was like, do I follow you? Like, everybody's like, what the fuck? And Shorty, um, Crystal. Yeah. Right? Crystal. Yes. She was like, she probably got a screenshot. I was like, I do. Mm -hmm. How could I forget? You know? And he was like, that's when he told me, you got to be DJ Khaled annoying. I was like, all right. No, but even before that, he said, what's your name? And you said, Ivy Verrera. He said, I'll never forget it. Yes. He said, I'll never forget it. Yep. And what's crazy is that when I got off that stage, his manager came up to me mm. and she was like, I fuck with you for that. Take my number. And I got her number. And then when we were leaving, I shook his hand. He goes, what do you do? I got this going on. I boom, boom, boom. I was prepared. I didn't hear from him for six months. Mm. And I was being DJ Khaled annoying. Happy. I was always hitting him, him, hitting him up on holidays. Right. Happy birthday. Happy Easter. Happy, happy Easter, Easter. Happy Christmas. All happy of Kwanzaa. it. Kwanzaa. All of it. All of it. Just trying to find an a excuse to hit him up. <laughs> right, right. And actually, it was a few weeks after that Q&A. I got sent a link from one of my interns at my radio show at the time, the Ivy Rivera show. Uh-huh. She goes, go to... One hour, 30 blah, blah, blah seconds. I think he's talking about you on this podcast with um, Roxy Diaz and uh-huh. Nikki Parker. Okay. And the the subject was how social media can hurt you mm. in, in your future. And he anonymously says, there was this one young lady who asked me to be her mentor. And then I find out days later that she disrespected Angie Martinez and it showed me where her head was at. I will never Ooh. forget this. Oh my God, my heart dropped. Why is this the first time I'm hearing about this, by the way? 
I don't know. I was like, why is this the first just something I kept to myself, I guess. Right, right. And I was like, that's when I, my mind started panicking. I was like, am I being blackballed? Like, the rumor is I'm disrespecting Angie Martinez. That is the tabloid line? That's crazy. So I hit him up. Hey, I heard that interview you had with blah, blah, blah. I would love to clarify. What? He called me. We, I explained everything. And he was like, yo, I think you need to apologize. Mm-hmm. What was and your response? I made a video. A video. Mm. By myself, like a Sophie video, apologizing. But I was like, I just want to apologize for how it was perceived. I'm always going to stand on that. Mm-hmm. I'm not apologizing for what I'm saying. I'm apologizing for how it was perceived. It comes from a place of passion. I have the utmost respect for you. You are one of my top people that I look up to. I will never disrespect you. I, it's not even a disrespectful bone in my body. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. I was just like, he sent it to her. And she was just like, I didn't even know about this. So it was other people making it. It was a big other people deal. making it a big deal within the Power 105 building. To this day, I don't even talk to them. To this day. And you're in the building. And I'm in the building. And you will forever feel that darkness from me because if I never caught that, you would have had people thinking that I was disrespectful to Angie Martinez. Right, right. That would have been the rumor and nobody even knew who I was yet. God forbid. You know what I'm saying? So it was really crazy. It was a crazy, I was nervous. I was so nervous. But did you feel like it was necessary to make that video? No. But I did it because I just, I felt like he had the best advice at the time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was new to our relationship. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to obey your request because if you think that this is the best thing for me to do, I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to eat that. All you right. know? All right. I feel like we, we never spoke about it again. And it was just kind of like dust under a rug. Um, but that was, that saved me in, in a sense where it was just like, he sees that I'm down to do whatever it takes and that I have good intentions. Right. You know? Right, right, right. Um, six months later, he's like, peace. What are you doing tomorrow? Literally. It wasn't like, happy no, new year. No funny, nothing. No nothing. Peace. What are you doing nothing tomorrow? Nothing weird about it. Out of the clear blue sky. I'm like, peace. What am I doing tomorrow? He said, come to the podcast. Brilliant idiots. And I went the next day. I remember calling Ewan. I'm going to be a little late. You know? Um, I got something to do. And um, I went. And then I was on like five more times. And he co-signed me. He really did. He really did. Charlemagne is such a such an important person in my life i don't i don't bother him much he doesn't bother me much but i know he always has an eye on me like he sees you he sees me he believes in me one of the first persons to like really shout and he really did yes he was like i got my money on this girl Mm -hmm. you know and i to this day i will never take it for granted you know like he really was a part of like the the pivot for me 
you know, where people just started to really pay attention and, and things started to flow in. And that was also in the midst of Hustle in Brooklyn. Girl, we didn't even touch that. We didn't even touch that. You know what's so crazy? Like, you're so far removed from that. I know. For me. Girl, I am. That I don't even, like, I don't bring I it don't up. I don't even remember because it. Because I'm like, there's so much cool shit that she's done that I'm like, mm. oh, this is a little gig. <laughs> no, but it was, listen, every moment is a moment that leads up to that bigger moment yeah. in your life. And that moment to me was like, it was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but I did feel like you, um, you used all your cards at the moment. Like, okay, oh, yes, I'm at my job. We gonna do that. I'm here. We gonna. But you're known for that. But you're like l- a mastermind of not... like. No, for real. Like you, you, yo. Every card God has dealt you. You're like. Oh, that's my hand. I got a little joke. I got an ace of spades. I got the, this is what we're going to play today. No, that's a hundred percent true. And weird, let, but let, I love let it let for me, you. Go ahead. I, I do want to not water down that moment in time for me because that is a moment that only God could plan. Thousand percent. Wow. Let me tell you, this is on this episode of Full Circle Moments. Right, right. Um, the casting director. For that show, at one point in her life, was a singer. I was her backup dancer. That's the relationship between her and I. She calls me one day, random. I haven't spoken to her in years. Your whole life is random. I know. (laughs) She's like, yo, I am casting for this show that you will be perfect for. It's called Hustle in Brooklyn. Just have the conversation. Because I was like, reality TV. Like, I was like, I'm not confrontational. I don't fight. I don't do none of that. Right. You know, rah, rah. So she was like, no, trust me. It's not going to be that. I'm like, okay, I'll have the conversation. I have the conversation. It goes to around two. It goes to around three. Then I find out. Mind you, E1 was where I was as a music executive. Right, yeah. But E1 is a company that is focused in music and TV film. Yeah, TV film. E1 was producing this show. Random. Bro. That's crazy. The TV film department reached out to the music department asking for music to sync for the show and asked the the president, Alan Grumblatt. That's right. If you knew anybody that was da 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 da, he was like, I think Ivy would be great for this. <laughs> you know how he speaks. <laughs> yes. Yes. And he hits me up. He's like, there's this show, Hustle in Brooklyn. I think you would be great. I said, you know what, Alan? I've already been having conversations with them. Look at that. And I just didn't know how to bring it up to you because I don't know how real this is. He was like, oh, it's real. I was like, well, now that you know what's happening, how can I do both? Right. Right. He's like, I'll let you do the show. If you make it about working here. But of course. Of course. That's light work. Light work. So that was my storyline. It was Mm -hmm. me as a full-time hustler. That is my brand. That is your brand. That is my brand. Um, As I have dreams of being a personality, but I am trying to figure out my lane as a growing executive. 
Right. So that was my role there. And somehow, some way, the show became about, I'm Ivy and these are my friends. I narrated the show. I had billboards in Times Square, over Yo, 30 markets. It, it was crazy. We went on press runs, Atlanta, Houston, this and that, city to city. And at the same time, I had a, a deal with Cavassier that started once the show premiered. So I was really on road. And I will never forget, like, that was the real hustling peak of my life. Because I would land at 6 a.m., rolling E1 with my suitcase. I got shit done. No excuses. I never lacked ever. Ever. Never, never. never. I had a full-time job. A full-time job. Say it louder. A full-time job. And still did everything else. And did everything and else I that I wanted to do. And still see you outside. People didn't know what to do with me. No. I didn't even know what to do with me. <laughs> I didn't even know what to do with me. But I was like, Yo, Ivy, you were figuring I it out. I could not let loose. No. I could not let it loose. But did you find it weird, though, right? Because you're on this show. Mm -hmm. I honestly felt like you was the only Latina on the show. I was. Is I that was. weird for you? No, I'm used to it. I'm used to really? it. Really? I'm used to it. I was the only Latina in my job. Well, besides no. Crits. Yeah, yeah. But she came like, oh, yeah, and, and yeah. Marley's my bad, my bad, yeah, my yeah. bad. Oh, oops, I'm name dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. But, <laughs> Put a beep on that. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> no, but like, was that weird? Like, no. to occupy that space? and Because you, you're you one of the, the Latinas that I always say, like, you kind of, you go across all markets like mm -hmm. you you're not for one for the other you know like you're just you're mm -hmm. chilling i mean the way that i was brought up i mean i'm born and raised in bushwick brooklyn it's very caribbean influenced you know what yeah. i'm saying so i listen to much as much beanie man as i listen to tito rojas yeah you know and i just always had that merge i always had that blend i always had that you know you know how for every it's always that one Puerto Rican friend. Yeah. I'm that you the Puerto one Puerto Rican, Rican friend. friend. You know? So, Are both your parents Puerto Rican? Yes. Okay. I'm Puro. And my parents were born and raised in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. So I'm New Yorican as fuck. You know what's so crazy? So Ivy and I went to DR for my birthday. <laughs> Ivy and I went to well, Dominican let's, Republic. Let's clarify this. It was only Allie and Ivy. It was... Which was a very rare trip for the both of us. For the both of us. Because you were like, this is my first trip where it's like... Plus one. Plus one. Like, <laughs> I do girls trip. I don't right. do like a plus one. And I'm like, I be fuck with it real quick. I promise it's going to be a vibe. And... She's like, all you need is your flight. I said, I said just get the flight. <laughs> and um, we go there. And you was like, Allie, I'm surprised your Spanish ain't even flowing. I said, girl, when I get drinks, my Spanish just be <laughs> out there. <laughs> <laughs> and then you start speaking Spanish, and I'm like, "Bitch, you I talk Spanish." But that's Yo, but trato, that's what trato, you trato. no, but you was giving those vibes like you really was trying. No, I really do try, and you don't even care how you sound. I don't care how you, and it's so crazy because you know what I'm saying. Or trying to say at least, you know. You what I'm was saying? like, hold Necesita it. Un carro a comida, por favor. Yes. Like, <laughs> but it's crazy because we often get looked as, well, Puerto Ricans don't really speak Spanish. 
bitch like that. But we don't. But we don't. We don't. But we be trying. We though. be trying. We be trying. It's listen, the way we were raised. It's like, the effort for me. Listen, my household, mommy was speaking Spanish all the time. Yeah. But I would respond in English. Mm-hmm. Which was like. My parents used the language against me. Like they used really? it to talk about me. You know, they talked about family really? business, you know, grown up business. And I'd be like, <laughs> and then I'd be like, Ivy, go to your room. You're in trouble. And I'd be like, but what the hell did y'all discuss that right. all of a sudden I'm in trouble? <laughs> like, what? what? Y'all speaking in Da Vinci code at this right, point? Right. Like, what's going on? Um, but yeah, it was just something that like, I wasn't really pressed to learn. They wasn't really pressed to teach me. And even, it don't matter how many years of Spanish class I did in high school. It didn't translate. No. But you, yo, Nosotros, you... vosotros, usted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever that means. Like, <laughs> But she was in DR. You was given that language, baby. Yes. You know what it is? Like, I feel like. You when... got everything. Yo, I was speaking in. No, seriously. Espanol. Aguacate. Aguacate, por favor. You already know how I feel about the aguacate story. But I feel like after the group discussion that we had, it changed your perspective. It really did. It really did. You was really mad at me about avocado. I was. That shit was crazy to me. I'm like, I was like, why would you ask for that? It's avocado. If that's what you see. Tell the story because this sounds crazy right now. No, it does. You got to tell the story. Go. So we was in DR. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Resort vibes. Resort vibes. And we're getting breakfast. Mm-hmm. And, and we we know I love breakfast. Right. Ivy <laughs> will get so pissed off. She's like, Allie, I don't care if it's 12 noon. I need my breakfast. And I'm dead serious. Si tu sabes con la café. Right. She's like, Allie, I don't care what excursion we're doing. I need breakfast. <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> noted, bitch, duly noted. So we, get, so we go to the restaurant, we get breakfast. And it's like, you know, eggs, you know, like the home fries, the whole mm-hmm. thing. So I'm like, yeah, let me get this, this, that, that, that. And Ivy is like, damn, I want avocado. And I'm like, well, that's serving that. And you was like, excuse me. Avocado is avocado. Right, it's avocado. Can it's avocado? And I I will I always bring this up. I'll never forget. He was like, no, no, no. You know, where you guys sitting at? She was like, over there, over there. And he comes. Literally what? Like 10 minutes minutes later? Later, sliced avocados. And you. You was at the top. You was like, you see, closed mouths don't, don't get, get fed. <laughs> I was like, this chick. She was you so said sometimes you just need to ask for what you want, Allie. And I'm like, that was a she real right? lesson. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? I was like, she right or whatever, I guess. And you had some too. And now, yeah, I did, and it was so it was good. Yo, he he drizzled it with olive oil. Yo, had, he got it from the tree, he girl. Had minced peppers on top. He put love on that thing. It wasn't just avocado. Like, he had it. Why was I so mad about that? I don't know. Because I felt like... Because I'm, I'm the we opposite We were having, like, a, a personality like, clash. Yeah, yeah like, we were having a personality clash. She was acting like I was asking for oxtails or something. <laughs> I was asking for avocado. I was like, yo, this is Dominican Republic. I know y'all got avocado right. somewhere in here. He was, was like, Ali, like, that's not like a big it's, ass. It's not a big ass. It's avocado. He was like, it's avocado. 
And I felt like you're embarrassing. The whole trip. I'm the like, whole trip. You're embarrassing. She I was embarrassing her. But <laughs> she left and she can't stop talking about this trip. I love that trip. <laughs> I'm like, can we do it she again? Can't stop talking about no, that trip. No, I love that trip. I was like, embarrassing my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yo, Liv. She, yo, we was chilling. We was on the beach chairs, remember? And <laughs> the fucking wind. Blew the the speaker. Remember oh my over God. fucking Ivy. There's like a whole thing. Like you can't even cross. No, it's like seven the, feet. Yeah. Down. Ivy with her water shoes. Now nah, I'm gonna get my fucking speaker. Ivy, what are you doing? No, I'm getting my speaker, Allie. And what I'm the friend that records. So I'm just recording it like, yo, this bitch. Now she getting the speaker. This is her. It was an adventure. I was like, she's embarrassing me the entire trip. But I love that trip. And I got that to speak back without a scratch. And we was dancing. You remember when we... Oh, my God. <gasps> no. No. No, the that's feet. Spanish. The, the, yo, the fucking Boricua in My her. little speaker that I saved, we went to yes. the, the discoteca. There was like a, a room for a party <laughs> with a DJ. We thinking we going to hear some authentic Dominican music. Mm. It was given like flow rider. We're like, what the hell is going on in here? Like, we want to hear some merengue, some dembow. We want to yeah, yeah. feel like we uptown, right? So I'm like, yo, let's just go back to our room. We got Deli on. Heard in the you. Room. You know, I don't yes. go nowhere without it. Hello. Um, I was going to bring it today, but I was like, ah, let me not be crazy. We I have, knew. We have a full I, I day of excursions. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Yes. I'm like, fuck it. I got the playlist. What's good? And you had the playlist. For I, real. I literally prepared it because I already know the vibes. Yeah. So I usually play DJ all the time. And mm -hmm. we were <laughs> in that room lit as hell because we done took mash outs of nasty ass Jose Cuervo. Sorry. <laughs> Disgusting. Yes, yes. And we were so drunk and I will never forget. We had a a, a bed that had like the, the, the tall pole. poles. Uh-huh. And Allie was holding on to the pole. For dear life. For dear life. For dear and life. Stomping her feet with the heels. Going with heels on in the hotel room. Come on. I was really Sweating. giving. Sweating. Giving her all. My all. And I'm fist pumping with the speaker. <laughs> Yo, we had a blast. Yo, crazy. By ourselves. By ourselves. We saw the full moon. It was Yo. a vibe. Whole head was on point. Hey, 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 hey. Yo, that was our guy. <laughs> that was our guy. We had so much fun in DR. Yo, amazing But every year guys. I want to do it different. This year we're going to PR. Period. I'm wherever you want me to be, sis. Yeah. And this time, let your hair down. Ooh. Let your hair down, yes. sis. Because I'm going to be asking for shit. You <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I'm going to be asking for shit. Yo. Whatever. I was like, I was like, Jorge, we need um Hugo de Naranja. <laughs> the Spanish is just flowing out of Ivy. I'm like, Necesitas Hugo de Naranja ahora. Was that your first time in DR? No. No. But it that was, was my your... first time at a resort and I didn't know how to act. Everything was free. I said, you oh. was like, wait, we're getting a dinner and I could just get up okay. and leave. <laughs> I don't have to pay. I don't I'm have like, to bring my wallet. It's oh. paid for already. It's done. I was like, I want this, this, yeah. this. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> he was a savage. <laughs> he was a fucking savage. 
I was like, I care. <laughs> no, it was great. It was great. So this year we're going to PR. Okay. That's the vibes. Period. So Puerto this year. Rico. Puerto Rico. Come on. When was the last time you went to Puerto Rico? When he tried to do a surprise <laughs> trip for me. Surprise. A surprise fail. birthday fail. <laughs> How is it a birthday fail? Oh my god! How this was? How do this you was, fail on the? This was the peak of my bag season. Okay. And <laughs> he said, "I'm gonna let you tell it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, let yeah. you tell let it." You. It was a peak what? of my bag season, and uh-huh. I had an opportunity with Mountain Dew. Mm. That's a big bag. That's a bag bag. And it was a surprise trip. I didn't know, but to this day, I regret. Saying yes to Mountain Dew. I've really? like because I learned, I learned my lesson was um just honoring friendships and valuing time. Mm. There was a lot of time put into that trip that I overlooked because I was right. very selfish, mm-hmm. you know. But he and a few other friends planned this big trip for me. He had the chef. We had the Airbnb. Oh, we even had out. DJ Steph Case spinning in Puerto Rico. I'm like, I can't prep for Ivy interview. There's mm-hmm. no prepping. She's my real friend in real life. Mm-hmm. So what am I prepping for? It's just a natural conversation for me. Right. This you is know? probably going to be your longest interview. Yeah? Yeah. I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. You know we got to bring you back because you're going to... About oh, it. There's we, we so didn't much. Even, we didn't even cover everything. No. <laughs> There's so much. This split. Did she tell you that we cry everywhere we go? We just cried. Like, <laughs> we literally cried on the, the podcast. It's like, yeah, why? Why do we do this? Because we're passionate. Why do we do this? All right. I do have a, a couple questions. Okay. Um, okay. So I ask everybody this. Of course. What is the best thing about being a Latina? Oh, the flavor, honey. What are you talking about? I have so much flair that I've tried to hinder and hide for so long, and I'm just so forward with it now because it was something that was undeniable about me. As Mm -hmm. much as I tried to cover it up, as shy as I tried to be, it was in me. Right. You know, and I just love how much personality we have, our food, Mm. the beauty, the diversity, you know, like there's all shades of us. And um, I feel like there's just so much um, pride, you know, especially being Puerto Rican, you know, like I can only speak for my culture. And it is so inspiring, you know, to see successful people come out of PR. Bad Bunny, that's come the newest on. king of, of king. PR. Come on. Now. Even though Mark Anthony is untouchable. Mark Anthony know? is the Puerto Rican flag for me. He is. I always say that. Yes. He's the Puerto Rican flag. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. I uh, saw him in person. Did you? One time in my life at Club Love, girl. You did. He went to Club he Love. He was at Club Love. What is Mark he Anthony doing at Club Love? Love? And he had a whole a Is whole he cool with section. Puff? Is he cool with yes. Puff like that? He had a whole section. It was God. him and a plus one. It was not one person sitting next to him. I was like, this is the bossiest shit I have ever seen in my life. It was mad people crammed in one corner, and he was just there. Like chilling. Chilling. He was the guest of honor. Mark Anthony. Did you go up to him? Did you like... Oh, are you kidding me? What am I going to say? <laughs> you got to say something. Like, like Just like J-Lo, what am, what am I going to say? Girl, that's your moment. That's when you say something. 
I and sometimes I just like people to be in their moment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you don't, don't want to interrupt it. You're just like, like I'm a big fan. Like yeah, no. Like, what do you like, say? Like what am I? What do you say? What Mark? do you say to Mark Anthony? I mean, I would have a lot to say. My heart was out my chest. It's like if I met. I was like, this is my only moment to really see him like in his element, and I'm just gonna stare you at could him. Could have at afar. least shook his hand. No. <laughs> I just wanted to stare. What like, about La India? Because you love La India. I know. I haven't. That's met like her your yet. girl, girl. Like you really love her. Like you fan oh out. Like low key fan out for her. Remember, I was trying to book her for my yeah. mom's birthday. I... I felt like that was for me more than yeah. it was for my mom. Like, I was like, I want La India. I, yeah, you you and oh. I, we were producing your mom's birthday. And we were like trying to figure it out. Like, what and is going like, to be the standout moment? I was like, no, nah, I need La India. And you hit her up. I'm like, Ivy. I'm shorty like, yo. And please. Ivy's reminding me, closed mouths don't get fed. But she was booked. She was, yeah. she was booked. But that's God bless. La India. Yeah. She's always booked. Always booked. She's always booked. Okay. What a queen. So, okay. what is the most difficult part, would you say, about being a Latina? You know what's so crazy? I feel like there's always a lot of attention on the things that we are deprived on or overlooked from. But I really fight to, like, not have that perception because I always say, like, I am who I am because I am who I am, not because of my ethnicity. I I don't like when people are like, she is the first black athlete or the first Puerto Rican, you know, singer. I am a singer. I'm elite. Right. Right. Everything else is a cherry on top. You know, that's my perspective of it. Right. Granted, we are severely overlooked and severely included in so many things. Right. And that's probably the the downfall of it. And I don't like that. As much as people are sensitive to the mockery of culture, we're the number one culture that gets mocked. Like, all the and time. And it's crazy. They call everybody Juan, Javier, da 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 Like, God forbid, <laughs> God forbid, I, I, you know, rebuttal. Mm-hmm. Shoo! My, your chest gonna hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like people just laugh it off. Just with, with Asians, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, true. It's, it's one of those things where it's, you don't even think about it. But um, I don't like that we we get overlooked so much that we become a joke. We are like, oh, you don't matter. You're Spanish. You don't have no struggles. What you talking about? And there's a lot of stigmas around oh, yeah. us. Too many. Like, even with me, like, I live in the Bronx. So they're like, mm-hmm. you're Puerto Rican and you're from the Bronx. You're oh, crazy. Everybody thinks I'm from the Bronx. Really? Every. Body thinks I'm from the Bronx. You from uptown? You from the Bronx? You from the... Why? Because I'm Spanish and ghetto? Which I fully embrace. (laughs) (laughs) I fully embrace. Right, right. Like, ghetto to me is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it was something that I struggled with for a long time. I remember I had a person Mm. who meant a lot to me always use that as a sword. You ghetto, you ghetto, you ghetto. And it made me insecure about myself. Fuck, I'm ghetto. Like, that's that's not good. Right. And I was like, actually, ghetto is the mood board. Right. Ghetto is the culture. Come on. Okay? Come on. The slang, the look, the earrings, the nameplate, the everything about me is that, you know? And so you embrace it. You don't care. I, I, 
why it brought me this far. Literally, I bring all of me into everything I do. Now, let me ask you, when you're in these meetings, right? Because mm -hmm. you work with like the real higher ups, like mm -hmm. for real, for real. Mm -hmm. Are there a lot of us? And by us, I mean, are there a lot of like Latinas or just like, or is it just you that's speaking for us? Um, Like, what does that look like in those rooms? I would say where I am now, you know where I am now. It right. is nothing but a mix. You know, I, I barely see a white person, you know, and it's great. I've seen yeah. so much, like, change. Even when I was at E1, you know, there was mm -hmm. a great blend of us. Yeah. And it was a lot of women, too. It was a lot of women. That's dope. And the ratio is always, like, pleasing to see. Mm -hmm. And it's also something that I feel like I have to stand my ground on. Like, I only want to be in companies that empower this type of aesthetic right? and this type of strength and this type of mindset mm -hmm. because we are the culture. We certainly are. We are the source. I say we occupy so many spaces. It's crazy. Like once you really like start mm -hmm. dissecting mm -hmm. who we are, like we really are bosses. Mm -hmm. But you wouldn't see that because it's not in the forefront. Promoted. Yeah, it's not. But you know what? I don't I don't care to be. I don't want to be in the forefront. I've never No, I don't want to be in the forefront, but I do want equal pay though. I do yes. want equal pay. Yes. Like I want to see us be very well compensated for our work. 100%. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm old. I feel like that just comes with time and experience and really just for going sure. for it. Like just say that shit with your chest. I know you will for <laughs> us. I have to. Yeah, you will. I have to. What? With the avocado on the with side. The, with the avocado. <laughs> yeah. I want the salary with a lifetime of avocado. Please. All right. Now, what would you like to see change in the Latin market? It's a lot for me, but I'm um, interested in hearing what you have to say. Segregation. What does that mean? I feel like Latinos are very picky about who they embrace or how they embrace. Puerto Ricans, and I'm sure other cultures um, experience the same thing. If, if you're too light, you're not Puerto Rican enough. I hear that all the time. I, 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 literally, I literally hear that all the time. I remember meeting my cousins in Puerto Rico Obviously, they speak heavy Spanish, and I'm white as milk. And the ESA gringa, who's this? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know who you are. Oh, you're my cousin? Huh. You know, it's a real thing. And that's rooted in, like, history. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. This is nothing new. And I'm sure that that's in a lot of cultures. A thousand percent. You know, and I feel like now... Like, Nikki Jam is a perfect example of a merge of culture in the Latino community. When he moved to Colombia and made himself whatever, he, he merged cultures that would never even, like, think of thinking of each other. Yeah. Because Colombians are Colombians and Puerto Ricans are Puerto Ricans. And I'm like, but we speak Espanol. Right, right, right. right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, we are, we are one. I like to think that we... Like, 
Latinos and African Americans, black people, we're one as mm-hmm. fuck. Like we 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 that. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'ma say that. But um yeah, I just I don't like to be classified. Like you're Puerto Rican, you not put you not Spanish enough, you not this. Like don't hear that. me. Yeah. There's no hierarchy to being Latino. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's really the the gist of what I'm saying. Like and there's there's always like racism even within our own culture. Like I always say I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican. Mm-hmm. And Puerto Rican and Dominicans are always arguing and I'm like Yeah, that was a thing when I was young. Like why are we arguing? Like, it took me to why? go to high school with Dominicans to like Dominicans. And I didn't even know why I didn't like Dominicans. I was just like But you well, never if you didn't like them. I don't like yeah. them either. Half of the time we hate things and we don't don't know why. We don't know why. We don't know why. We don't know why we hate them, why we're like even like upset. Like we just don't even understand. And I'm like, well, my mom and my dad fell in love. So obviously there was love there. There's a merge. There's a merge. <laughs> There's right? Possibilities. But it the culture is different for sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, the time is different too. So the the time is different. I think is a new wave. Like now the whole thing with like Latinx. Mm-hmm. Like what is Latinx? Something to make white people feel comfortable. Oops. Ooh. <laughs> Oops. Right, but right, because I'm still I'm like there like I don't know. Like, and there's what, like, also what is a difference that? between being Latina and being Hispanic, which I I don't wait. I don't what do really you mean understand. by that? I was under the impression that like being Latin is from a certain part of the globe, like South America, like like Central South. Okay, and then the rest is Hispanic. Hispaniola. Mm. I don't fucking know. I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah. Don't ask me no more questions. I don't yeah. like answering questions that I am um, naive to. Because I, right. like I said, if I don't like something or if I like something, I need a valid point behind it. I can't. Right. It's my fault for not learning much history. But um, I'll get there one day. But when someone asks, who are you? Who is Ivy Rivera? What is Puerto say? Rican? Ivy from the block. From the block, block. Ivy from the super block. <laughs> Yo, you really have that story. Like you really do. Mm-hmm. You was really riding the train. Yo, the train, the bus. Like you the had the mega metro bus car in the snow. Toes blue. Like oh thugging it, thugging it. This was oh this life was not easy for me. At but you make it look so flawless. Because what am I going to do? Cry? <laughs> no. What am I going to do? Beg for change? No. 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 I'm going to figure it out just like everybody else is figuring it out. Everybody right. else has their own hurdles and trials and tribulations that they're going through. I'm not putting my pain on somebody else's pain. That's unfair. Yeah. You know, I had to figure it out my own fair way. And I struggled a lot. You really did. I struggled a lot. I remember really? there was a summer I couldn't even go outside because I had no choice. I had no money. No money. Like, I am the first in my family to really, like, break that mold. They do this. If not me, then who? Like, I'm going for everything. I'm I trying know. to change my fucking life. I feel that. Like, and that's why we always cry. Yeah. Because we can't even believe it. Means it means that much to me. It means that much to you. And that's why we always come to this head, to this point. 
because but I always say too is like it means even more when your real friends are winning mm -hmm. and you win with them mm -hmm. like when we were in Miami you were doing your own thing and then I was like yo sis come through to my event and we met up Mm -hmm. And I brought like four bottles of Dilly on. And we made the most. We made the movie. We, we was made. placing those bottles everywhere. Come like that now. shit was flooded. Like, <laughs> come on Content now. me. I feel like you've done a lot. I mean, but I also feel like you're not done. Not at all. Um, right? I'm doing, I'm in the phase of doing a real self audit. Mm. And what that means is I'm just breaking down my life, who I am, and who I want to be, and what am I doing to get there? What tweaks do I have to make to make sure I'm securing my life for the rest of it? I'm literally about to enter a new phase a new of my phase. life. And it is up to solely me to ensure that my future is as bright as I envision it in my head. And I've always had, like, confusion. Like, I've always been a, a coaster. You know, I'm coasting. I made it here. All right, cool. I got this. I made it here. I'm cool. I got this. I have so many great opportunities on my lap right now. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in the middle of my wildest dreams. I'm working for Combs Enterprises. I got Apple Music. I got Power 105, yes. you know, and I'm not... I, I personally feel like I'm not the bully that I was before I got here. How do I maximize every platform that I have? I'm just there. I don't want to be there. I want to be the top of everything. I need to be the star player on every platform I'm at. I don't just want to exist. Right. Oh, Ivy's on overnights. No, I could be prime time in two months if I really Come on wanted now. that. Come on now. You know? We want that for you. By the way, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> we do, we do. <laughs> <laughs> but what am I doing to make that happen? So now I'm just taking all my my cards, laying them out in front of me, and like, what hand do I want to play first? How do I play this hand? And how long do I play this hand before I use my other weapon? You know what I'm saying? And that's where I am right now. I'm just. I have all this stuff. I, I got all the, the fruit, the groceries that I got, and I got to organize it. Now I'm in organized mood. You know, like I'm trying to really up myself, you know, like I'm trying to buy a crib. I'm trying to get into ownership. I'm trying to finally get a license. Like I have so much growing up to do. Seriously. Like literally, literally. But I'm pushing myself there. I'm like, I've even been working out, sis. Yo, and these are I hurdles know. that like I literally made excuses for for no reason. For like for nothing. Why? For nothing. When you canceled on me, because you know I gotta say that. Because you did in the beginning on the show. Mm -hmm. It was because you were you're in the, the process of getting your license. I was a little mad, but then I'm like, how could I really be mad? I this is like with good reason. With she's am I mad because she's bettering herself because she wants more for herself? Like why am I so upset? So I had to check myself. Not gonna lie, I'm glad we rescheduled, but I'm really proud of you because you really are like making these next step life changes. 
are you in like therapy at all? Because I, I always ask no. and like figure out like, I wonder how Ivy really like. I talk to God. Do you? Yeah. Because there's so I, much I, energy I you get your way. So like, how do you? I don't know. I, I, I really feel like I'm anointed. To be honest, yeah. and I don't even want to be like no, know, no, no, preachy, but but like I, I've always felt blessed. I always felt like I had God's favor on my side, and I have real conversations. Like, yo, I don't, I don't, I fail at, at thanking Him every day, but He knows my heart, right? You know, and when I do speak to Him, I don't ask Him for nothing. I just pray that He always keeps me in the direction to know that He is here and He has it handled. Right? It, like, I have a real problem of trying to be in control of everything. Mm -hmm. And when it's not going my way, I'm like, oh no, right. what do I do? Right. But I always make it to the finish line and it's because it's already written. Yeah. I yeah, truly believe that. And, and I walk in that every day, like knowing that God got me. When Callie came out with the, they didn't believe in me, God, God did. did. I felt that so heavy. I was like, yes, Word. amen. And I'm not even like religious and, and nothing like that, but I tru I truly believe there is something beyond me that keeps blessing me. They see it and, and I walk toward it. Yeah. I always tell God, I am open to receiving whatever you want in my life. I will do whatever it is you need me to do. If you're going to give me this reward, I want to earn it. Mm -hmm. You know, and just know I will always do whatever it takes, but I'm always open to getting to the next level of my life, which means you have to make tweaks. You need right. to do those self audits. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You cannot go to the next level being the same. Look at the people around you. Look at within yourself. What is it that is stopping you from being everything you want to be? You know, so I I always I I do self audits often. Right. I, I think about myself a lot. There's so many things that I'm still working towards. There's so many things that I still have to improve on, but I'm actively doing it. I know my flaws. That's half the battle. People are in denial. Yeah. They don't even recognize. I'm not stubborn. I'm not rah, 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 rah. Right. I'm never going to talk about what I don't have because I have so much more. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I have a undying hunger for everything. For everything. And that you that's really not even do. like in in my career. I mean, I want the 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 highest level of love. I want the highest level of success. I want the highest level of stability. I want the highest level of happiness. I want the highest level of health. I want the highest level of literally everything that exists in this world. Does Ivy want a family? Like, would you, like, like does kids ever come up in your... I feel like the challenge with children, I've always, I feel like as a young Puerto Rican, you always want to be a mom. Right. Um... I would love to have a baby Ivy, but I would love to secure a man that makes me feel safe. Mm -hmm. I do not want to be a baby mother. And I cannot control what that means for me, but I want to at least ensure that whatever the future goes for me, if I have a child with a man, that I'm not doing this alone. And that God will yeah. set me up with somebody 
who has that aligned vision with me, you know, at yeah. least to take care of what he has to take care of. That's a fact. I always say that as well. I'm like, I am not doing this alone. This is a team effort and we're not doing this. But I always struggle with it too because I'm like, do I really want a family? I'm not sure. But then I'm always like, oh, what if I get old? Who's going to take care of me? But that's another thing. That's like the thing that I- You don't have children to take care of you. You have children to make them better versions of who you ever was. That's true. That's true. You literally, their responsibility is not you. Their responsibility is to be free and live their dreams. And your responsibility is to support that. They didn't ask to be here. You wanted that. You're right. You're right. That's that. I, I think about it because- when I look at my mom, I'm like, you know, she did the best that she could with what she had. And then I almost feel like a responsibility yeah. to take you feel care of my mom. But it's, So I always say I don't have a kid, but I have a big kid. Like my mom oh, yeah. is like my big kid. My family are my children. Yeah. My baby brother is my child. And you I, love. Oh, I will. Like you anybody ride for up. them. I will. Don't even snicker at my brother. I'm beating you up, beating you up. Yeah. And that's where anybody in my life that I love, I'm front line. But what? you, one of the things about you is like you, um, you have like this superpower where you make everyone feel exclusive. Mm-hmm. It's like really dope. Because you are. You but are. you have that in you. Like it's just so weird but cool at the same time. Yeah. Like the way you even text is like you make that person feel special. And not everyone, okay, stop. <laughs> but not everybody could do that. Yeah. Because life kind of goes fast and you're like, okay, yeah, 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 sure. But you like take the time to really respond. Mm-hmm. Or like when you see someone, you really take the time to like say hi, give them a hug. Like you make people feel important and special and exclusive and all the things. Because that's my gift. That is. My gift is, is gift. people. Like I... People ask me, like, what, what is it that you want to do? I was like, I don't know, but it always involves people. Being loved by so many people has gotten me here because people would just throw opportunity my way. Oh, Ivy got to do this. Ivy, And it's not even that I'm not prepared for it. It's just that people are excited to give it to me. Because we want to see you win, Ivy. Yeah. That's and I like, do the work, you know? You but. really do. Like, you're the type of person, like, if I refer you to a job, I know you're not going to embarrass me. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you're going to see it through. Mm-hmm. So I feel like your story, like, everybody wants to see you. I love everybody. that for me. Thank you, guys. Listen, girl, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot tell you how proud of you I am. Like, Thank you. I am so, so, so proud of you. Thank you. I don't want to do this again, again. (laughs) but I am so like, I have to publicly say it. I know I say it privately, but like on a public platform, I have to say that I am genuinely proud of you. And I know as a Latina, we always say, that's my cousin. That's my cousin. You are my sister. You are really my sister. And I love you so much. I love you too. Like. Jesus Christ. Let's not let the tears I'm gonna leave fall it. Down. I'm gonna leave it at that because you know I can't there. do this anymore. But uh Thank you for having me. No, thank you for you didn't even question what this show was about. Because you about your business. I know you're not gonna have me <laughs> talking about peas and carrots, like No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, thanks for coming through. Thanks for coming through. Um, let everybody know where they can follow you, 
any last words that you want to say? Because you have like a cult like following, like for real, for real. So like, speak to your audience. Um, I don't know what camera to look at, but I'm gonna just look at this. So one. that's your camera. Okay, cool. And that's the wide. So whichever one. I'm gonna just do like this. Heard you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Ladies yeah. Go and on, gentlemen. That one. <laughs> this is growing up Latina yes. with my sis, Allie V. I'm Ivy. Allie and Ivy. Allie um, and Ivy. It was a pleasure to be here. And I hope that you learned something or walked away inspired. Um, you can follow me, if you don't already, at The Ivy Rivera. That's T-H-E-I-V-Y-R-I-V-E-R-A. <laughs> but um, any last words that I have? I don't know. Be great. Don't be afraid of yourself because you can't be afraid of nothing else. You know what I'm saying? You are always in the way, one step away from your biggest dreams. So if you're hearing this, go for it. Love. Thank you guys so much. Please subscribe to the show, Growing Up Latina. Ivy, I love you. I love you. Thank you so much. You're ready. Cheers. Cheers.